Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. In a quiet and peaceful convent, a young Sister Agnes begins to experience some alarming behavior, which causes the church to send Father Donahue, along with his mentee, a young Father Benjamin, to investigate a rumored demonic possession. After attempting to exorcise the dark entity from Sister Agnes, Father Benjamin and Father Donahue realize they're dealing with something much darker. The film is called Agnes, and we're joined today by the director and writer, co-writer of the film, and that would be Mickey Reese. Mickey, welcome back to Film School Radio. Of course. I want to just let our listeners know you were kind enough to come on for Climate of the Hunter, which I thoroughly enjoyed. And this film, for me, is very similar in its approach to the subject, to the story, in that it takes us down these different paths in the telling of the story of of Mary and Agnes and others in the film. This one is very similar to The Climate of the Hunter in that I felt like there was, you really have to pay attention to what's going on in your films in, in order to kind of understand just how deep they are. And I'm, in a philosophical way, your films tend to be very philosophically oriented, and this one is no exception. What inspired you and John Selvage to collaborate on this particular film and turn it into what we see in Agnes. Oh, I mean, there's lots of different variables on that. Like, uh, you know, originally, you know, the character uh, Father Black, who's the uh, the television exorcist in the movie. The original idea was to to make a Father Black movie, so about a uh, an exorcist um, that uh, or a priest that performs uh, exorcisms live on live on television. And obviously it's just a, you know, a load, big load of bullshit. And then he actually um, gets involved with a real exorcism and obviously can't hold himself. So that like stemming from that. And then after uh, Strike Your Mistress and Climate of the Hunter had this kind of these, uh, you know, female centric stories and ideas that, uh, you know, themes that I was, you know, kind of obsessed with at the time. And then just, you know, kind of wanted to translate that into nuns and also, you know, trying to uh, tackle the different horror genres and try to make something different out of them. So I think a culmination of all that stuff together is what formed Agnes. That element, it, that's the uh, what I would call the, the the lighter side of the film is Father Black. It sets up this other dynamic, which is it, it, the film shifts back and forth between very dramatic into things that are not as as such. But at the end of it, you're asking us as an audience, I think, to think about things, think about spirituality, think about a relationship to each other. Those are the things that come across for me in watching Agnes. But uh, is that a fair way to put, to describe what you're doing with the film? Sure. You know, uh, uh, John and I are essentially supplying the ingredients um, for for you to kind of uh, make your own uh, judgment about it, you know, like uh, your your own interpretation, um, and and that's that we're 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 not spelling it out everything completely because that's no fun. So it's kind of uh, you know to keep everything purposely ambiguous. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. Well, what sort of research did you or did you and John do in terms of approaching the story? Well, I tell you, John uh, actually had a Catholic background, and so uh, you know, I think he just. Uh, <laughs> might have had some conversations with his parents or something, but uh, I think uh, 
that that was uh, kind of it. And, and uh, in a, in, so in a nutshell, you know, it's basically he just kind of took over and just kind of handled all of the uh, anything that has to do with uh, anything religious that we needed to be accurate. But in, in, on the other side of that coin, it's 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 a dream logic. You know, it's a uh, it's it's not necessarily supposed to be completely true to life or completely realistic. I will confess to you that I was raised Catholic. And so anytime I watch any in a movie with this kind of a subject matter, it brings up some it brings up some traumatic memories for me. <laughs> so there's I think that's an element in watching films where you are, it's about religion, it's about faith, it's about the unseen, the ethereal world, which religion is basically telling us about in some manner of speaking, talking to us about this other part of the human experience, which we can't put into a physical realm, but we can, we can imagine it in our minds. Sure. And that's, that's not such a, that's a difficult thing to do and do it well. And that is the thing that I think is a real strength of Agnes is the ability of you as a filmmaker to provide a window into the world that I just described and do it in a way that is compelling. Yeah, yeah, sure. The uh, and the idea is to take those things that are you know grounded in reality to that degree and just kind of make your own world out of it. Uh, the, you know that way it's not it's, so it's not so uh, confined to to uh, to realism. I'm going to s- switch gears a little bit here. You've assembled a, a remarkable cast as you did for Climate of the Hunter. I thought the the performers that you had working in in both of these films are just very very good at their craft. I uh, would like to talk a little bit about Molly Quinn and uh, casting her. She's a, become a fairly well-known actor. But casting this, how did you go about doing that? Molly and Elon Gale and Matthew Welty, uh, they make up Quagmire. It's the uh, production company behind this. And uh, so when they signed on and uh, Molly wanted to play the role, it was like, oh, this is, well, you know, this movie's going to be better than I than I even imagined. So, uh, you know, we took uh, kind of, you know, the, the uh, normal uh, team of actors that I usually work with. We kind of threw them in with uh, uh, some of Quagmire's friends, you know, collectively, all of them like, kind of came through and you know called in some favors and uh, asked uh, some uh, some of the actors like Chris Sullivan and uh, Sean Gunn, Rachel True, uh, Chris Browning, Sandy Hardick, uh, every everyone that you know normally you would not expect in uh, in one of my movies and so we kind of just teamed up, you know, put them put them all together. So it ended up being a great marriage that that way. Yeah, and I, I once again um, you're the people that you generally work with are terrific in the film i I thought that uh, ben hall who i just loved in climate of the hunter and and in this as well uh just does a terrific job he i said to you in in the conversation we had about climate of the hunter what a remarkable presence he has as an actor i I just feel like he has such a, a wonderful bearing and then as he as his performance unfolds there's something deeply humanizing about the way he what he brings to the characters. I just love his work from especially from what I've seen in your films. Yeah, he's um, he's a champ. Yeah, he really is. I I look at him as in some ways sort of a hidden gem. I I don't know how much be I mean obviously he works in other films, has done other work, but uh you really give him a showcase and I I just think he provides such a platform for him. 
who are some of the other people that we would know from from your other work that were in the film? Uh, so Mary, Mary Buss. She was in Climbing the Hunter. Uh, she played Mother Superior right. in this. Um, so she was Elizabeth. The And then Ginger, who was uh, Alma in Climbing the Hunter. So she's in the grocery store with Molly. Right. Um, <laughs> so, right. Uh, it, I, I mean... I couldn't even I'd have to like literally go down the list of the cast. But I mean, yeah, all pretty much everyone in there is someone who's been in, in yeah. one of our films before. Yeah. Yeah. There, it, it, again, that's the other thing and I, I appreciate about your work. And I find with a lot of directors who I admire is that they will surround themselves with people either in front of the camera, or behind the camera. And yeah, it becomes why, kind know, of, yeah. 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 Why? Yeah. Why fix it if it ain't broke? You know, just keep everybody uh, still there. You yeah. know, Jake Horowitz was uh, kind of an outsider in that. You know, we uh, saw Vast of Night at Fantastic Fest the year Climate was in. I guess that was uh, 2019. Saw him and we're like, oh, God, we got to get that guy for Benjamin. So luckily that all worked out. But he was kind of the odd man out just coming in. Uh, you know, he wasn't part of, uh, you know, Quagmire's team of people. He wasn't part of uh, my team of people. It was just like, hey, come welcome to this. But he fit right in. That was a great film, uh, the uh, the vast of the of night, and he yeah, and Jake, he's incredible in it. Too. Yeah, he's really good in this film. He's he is the, sort of the thing that grounds this film, uh, at least from the spiritual side for me, is sure. is he's the, he's the true seeker in the film, and this idea of of the spirituality, how it connects with us as people, uh, is certainly important and humans and you and humans as well. You are such a prolific filmmaker, and I am just continually impressed with your ability to put out a lot of films. And again, I'm going back to what I, the point I was making earlier, which is you've got a, a troop of people around you that you can count on to be able to do this. But I, I think for people who aren't familiar with Mickey Reese, you should definitely be looking at his work, the body of his work, because it is you're a filmmaker's filmmaker in so many ways. You you just love the to make movies and uh, and impressive films as well. Um, so thank you. Yeah, continue to do what you're doing. And one other thing before I let you go, which is some sorry we're so short on time, but um, Magnolia Pictures is releasing the film, and I think it, you know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is that the highest profile uh, distributor that, you, that you've had for your for your work well i, I mean absolutely uh dart star is great they they were a, a relatively yeah. new uh a distribution company they put out uh climber the hunter uh all the movies uh, before that ended up on uh, alamo on demand but not necessarily a distributor they're just you know they just host the movies there so i mean there really are no distributors for the other ones for for this i i say early in the game early as far as distribution and stuff goes like you know for magnolia to come along on the second movie it's it's pretty awesome and you know magnolia is great obviously the film again is available in fact it, it's out now agnes is in theaters right now for people who are interested in finding out you can go to the magnet releasing which is a magnolia yes the um, genre arm of magnolia genre arm you're right right and it's available there and you can find out where it's playing and it will be available i assume fairly Sometime down the road, VOD will be available, right? I think I believe it's uh, yeah, it's it's available on VOD at the moment. Okay, well, just check this out again. It's called Agnes, and it is a a terrific film. My uh, continuing 
admiration for you as a filmmaker. Continue to do what you've been doing. And uh, it feels like you're making the projects you want to make. You're telling the stories you want to tell. And that's quite an accomplishment in the world we live in, in terms of filmmaking. And uh, Mickey, uh, I, I truly admire what you do. So thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. I We've appreciate been you. Yo, you're very welcome. We've been talking with Mickey Reese, co-writer, as well as the director of the film, Agnes. Thank you. Thank you the- so much. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.